We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Morning Shift, Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Mike Johnson, Squid Billy. Robbie T, uh, it is time for the wake-up call, 404-726-0929, 404-726-0929. I want to know what's the most likely outcome from Sunday. Well, you're, you're, you're opening up to harm's way. By the way, this hour is brought to you by Mark Bring Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. I, I hope I don't have to pack for a long time. That's a lot of press. What I, do you mean? I, I, I what are you talking about? You getting kicked out of your house again? No, no, no. Yeah, again. I walked in my garage the other day, and I, I got a, I, I don't know about you guys. I clean my garage twice a year. Uh, once, oh, like late winter, early spring, and then wool, and then once late summer, uh, early fall. And I walked in it, and I go, oh, blank. I got so much stuff in here. Are you a hoarder? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I think I have a deep-seated fear of being a hoarder, and so I just find myself throwing out stuff that's still decently good. I'm like, take it a good way. I do that too. I get rid of stuff. Get rid of it. My I get rid of stuff, that. people. Yeah, yeah, you kicked a few people to the curb. I'm not going to be hoarding you. people either. I, uh, well, you know what? They deserve to be kicked to the curb. Bye-bye. Um, I have a fear of throwing something away and needing it or well, getting rid of something and needing that's, it. That's literally what hoarding I is. I know like. that, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I think it's for some people. Billy with the definition of hoarding. Uh, <laughs> no, man. You know what? <laughs> Forget you, Rob. Forget you, Mike. Dylan, you're cool. <laughs> 404-726-0929. Listen, when you call in, if you have something to say about the Falcons, all right, I don't want to hear about what you want to happen. I want you to tell me what the most likely outcome is. Now, if you want to back that up with tell me what you want to happen, that's fine, too. All right, so uh, we'll start taking calls. Let's go uh, straight to the line. We'll go to our guy Chris over in College Park. Chris, what up? Hey, what up? What's going on, fellas? Hey, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to all y'all. Fearless leader, Rob T., Big Mike. Uh, I'm going to get to it. Um, and great, great question for this um, this caller. Um Spit it out, Chris, for callers to call in. Yeah. Uh, first, the most falcony thing was a few years back when we had a number four pick and we didn't take a quarterback of the future and let him learn under Matt Ryan. I digress. <laughs> what I think will happen, <laughs> what I think will happen is, unfortunately, man, I think the Saints smell blood in the water. Fearless leader. Uh, and while we'll put up a good fight, I think we're going to lose. I don't think Arthur will necessarily lose his job because I just think from the Dan Quinn uh, experience, they may bring him back. We get the quarterback, a veteran, so to speak, and maybe he doesn't call the plays or he gets a, you know, assistant head offensive coach, whatever they do. But I just think that he gets one more year, but I, I just don't think we're, we're going to, and, I, and I, you know, whether it's D. Riddy or Heineke, uh, I just think the Saints smell blood in the water and, and we're going to go down. And I hate it because I really thought the season would be better. Yeah. Thanks for letting me rattle on. Appreciate yeah. you, brother. Hashtag Squid Nation. All right. Yeah. Here's the deal for First me. Squid Nation call we've had in a while. 
No, it's not. Yeah, it's been a while. No, it's not. Yeah, no. no it's, I, I think Tuesday was all Squid Nation. Yeah, that's three days ago. You know, here first off, right, well, don't be jealous. Sure, don't be jealous. living in the past. We had we had a mafia call yesterday. Well, the only reason you got in the life of Squid, we're going to talk about a gift that you received only because of Squid Nation. <laughs> um, I don't think Arthur Smith is here if he's not calling the plays. Uh, that's the whole reason. That's his thing. That's why you hired him. I, I don't believe that. And not to mention, you would have to bring someone in that fits the philosophy of what this team does and then allow that person to call plays. So I don't, and I don't, I don't know what you're, who you're going to get to come in here on uh, with a coach on a lifeline that says, yeah, I'll come in here and call plays for a rookie quarterback with the coaches on the lifeline who in it, it, as soon as the first sight of failure arises is going to grasp for control because of the fear of the job thing. That's not a fun situation for a young play caller. Oh, please fear not Ryan Tannehill. We'll come in here and take this city by storm. No way. No way. Yeah, I'm already as my the backup. There's like, there's like eight <laughs> other options I would get to before I got to Ryan Tannehill. The funny thing is, is I people, just feel like that's what it's going to be. No, no way. Well, arr, some people arr, that want to bring that up. I would take Russell Wilson over Ryan Tannehill any day of the week. I'd take, I'd take Cousins, Russell Wilson. Cousins ain't going anywhere. Pick. Yeah, you don't believe Kirk Cousins is going anywhere, do you? I mean, I do. Why you yeah. think Minnesota is going to let him walk? I do. I would be after what they saw this year. I'd be yeah, shocked. That's a good point. That's actually a good point. They're win now, remember. Um, all right, let's go back to the line. Roscoe and Marietta. Roscoe, what's going on, buddy? What's up, man? Good morning, y'all. Happy New Year. Morning. Happy New Year. Uh, most falcony thing is uh, us digressing back to losing games in the fourth quarter. Mm. Mm. Uh, the most likely is the, the Falcons losing and, and Tampa Bay winning. My wishful thinking is the Falcons winning and Tampa Bay losing, but, you know, I've been a Falcons fan all my life, and I know how that goes. And <laughs> before I get off the line, I want to say they have Mike's Mafia. Yeah. They have Squid Nation. Hmm. But I'm the founding member of Tribble's Tyrant. Yes. Tribble's Tyrant. Wow. Yes. Oh. And I like the name, Ross, too. I love that name. Hey, that's Damn a great right. name. That's a great He's name. a great name. Good job. Right. Founding member Roscoe from Marietta, Tribbles Tyrants. Tribbles Tyrants. When you said that, uh, uh, fan, uh, you seen a, I think, uh, Squid, you, you said a, you seen a fan walking around with blood on his jersey in, in Atlanta, and, and he said that was outstanding, and I've been sold since that day. <laughs> Roscoe, that's phenomenal. I love that. We've had a, we had one guy, Tribbles Tribe. Uh, no, I like Tribbles, Tribbles Tyrants. Tyrants because Tribbles it, Tribbles. You know why? It. Because Tribble is a tyrant at times, it and it fits you perfectly. Oh, that's I'll, it. That's so I'm going to embrace it. I will I, embrace it. By the way, I, I, shout out to Roscoe, too. I, I love his, hey, what I would like to see happen. I'd like the Falcons to win and in Tampa to lose. Yeah, it's nice to hear yeah, that, ain't yeah. it? I, I don't feel like we hear that very often. No, I feel like I've heard uh, of that. Yeah. Apparently, you know, you know what is uh, what's been, and I don't, I'm not sure if all towns are this way in cities with with their fan bases. But one thing I know about the fan base is they love five star recruits, they love prospects in the farm system and the Braves, and they love drafting in the top ten. Yep. If, if they can, if they're like. We're going to make the playoffs but lose in the NFC Championship game? Tank! Let's get a top 10 pick. <laughs> it's, it's like every. And I know this is not the case this year, but that's the way. I, I had a guy literally making an argument on Twitter for three days about why it, you should want to pick in the top 10. And I said, well, hasn't worked out for a lot of teams, including 
ding, 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 us. Yeah. So, I, why I'll do people think there's no value outside the top ten? There's value know. in the top four rounds. Rob, I've had this conversation last month. 35% of the NFL's undrafted players. Exactly. Uh, Nate Lamon. 32nd. Uh, I mean, like, you can go down the list. Uh, Mid-rounder. Mid Jalen Hurts. Second rounder. You can go all the way down the list of guys that are at, uh, at the forefront of good football teams. There's actually a path to it. Um, all right, let's go back to the lines. We'll go get to uh, Mel in Atlanta. Mel, what's up? Hey, what's going on with you guys? What's up, man? Happy New Year. Same to you. So, I'm going to tell you, man, uh, the most likely thing I think is going to happen is, I mean, just to be <laughs> honest, I've been I've been a season ticket whoo, since I've been 18 years old. And uh, to be honest with you, we're going to lose. I'm just going to get fired, win or lose anyway. We're going to mm-hmm. go after a new coach. And I, I really believe – I, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm about seventy five percent sure. I think we're gonna get Justin Fields, or I'm about thirty percent sure we gonna they gonna take a look. They gonna take a look at Russell Wilson. Yeah, Mel, you have a problem yeah. with you don't have a problem. Do you have a problem with Russell Wilson if he was to come here? Nah, nah, I, I ain't gonna even lie to. You. I like Russell. Yeah, but Russell can't come here with that. Russell, if Russell come here, Russell got to come here and play like he played when he was in Seattle. Yeah. I don't know if he. I don't know if he just didn't, didn't want to be in Denver, and he's just up there because of the money, and it's just cold the way he's playing. But Russell got to play. Well, to, to Mel's point, I, I think I haven't watched all of their games, obviously. But you look in the paper, Russell's played good. Uh, the the they are this well, year twenty five touchdowns, nine interceptions, ten twenty six and eight. Yeah, twenty six and, and Boy, wouldn't and 30, we take that down here this year? Would I would take thirty eight hundred yards, twenty six touchdowns, eight interceptions. I'm not. I'm sure he's had moments. Uh, last year was a debacle. Yeah, I think just ask Sean Payton. I think well, yeah, because you get an honest answer out of that guy. Real quick, throw him under the bus. <laughs> well, the one thing I would say for Russell is if the he goes to, he has to repair his image and not. Just outside, and but the inside, the locker room image that he's not a t- he's a he's a me guy. You got to fix that. I I, 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 just, I just don't believe that, man. What the the whole has a separate office thing. I, I think the image problem for him is very much the fact that it looks like he's trying to be something he's not. Well, that's what happens when you're Mister Unlimited. He's kind of goofy, you know what I mean? And it, like the whole kind of corny. Less, less, yeah, he's corny, right? And and that's the thing. Like, Marshawn Lynch, Richard Sherman are talking about how. You couldn't get in touch with him directly. You had to go through his yeah. publicist mean, or whatever. That's the most ridiculous owning, thing I've ever heard, There's by something the way. about owning your corniness if you're corny. Like, Kirk Cousins is corny, and he owns his corniness. He's like, my wife picked out this shirt. It's a you know sleeveless button-up. Well, I think when he was early. Oh, his teammates love him. Yeah. But you know what? To your point, I think early in his career, he was he did own I agree. it. But then he got when his marriage ended, and he then he got with Sierra, or Ciara, how do you pronounce it, Sierra, he, he, became, he had to be cool. And because she's cool, she's got a great image, and she's got, yeah. Well, that's when he became Mister Unlimited. Yeah. All right. Let's go. uh, Let's get to one more caller, Otis uh, from College Park. Otis, what's up, man? Hey, good morning, guys. Happy New Year. Same to you. Hey, hey, look. um, What I want to happen. This is Otis from Old Dog from College Park. I know there's another Otis. What's up, dog? Uh, Listen, this is what I want to happen. I want them to win, right? Well, what's likely going to happen is, is that I'm going to be a little different. The Falcons probably going to win the Saints game. But here's what's going to really happen. After we win, what's going to, what the Falcons are going to do, what always happens when you're a Falcons fan, we're going to win down at the Saints. 
We're going to beat them, and then it's going to be like five minutes left in, with Tampa Bay and Carolina, and we almost got a chance of what's going to happen. Oh, We're going to be so happy that we can always make it, and then Tampa wins, and we lose, and we almost get there again, guys, but it gets snatched away, and our hearts get ripped that's, out again. That's, that's what's most likely going to happen. How about oh, this? Falcons lose Sunday, and Tampa Bay loses Sunday. That, that would be, be a so Falcon. You know what? That would be so brutal. That dude. would be worse for me. That oh. you want the worst By the case way, scenario? Good, good call from O'Dog. That's call. that's the worst case scenario for me. Yeah. Is that we that that we don't get it done, and then Bryce Young has his um, his air quote signature win yeah. in the NFL. Right now, we're his signature win. I got news for you. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> I think oh, we're his boy. only win. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, it's rough out there. Um, all right, man. So we got to get to break. Uh, coming up next, we'll talk to uh, digital managing editor for AtlantaFalcons.com, Scott Barry. Always enjoy catching up with him on game day Fridays. Uh, Sports Radio 929 The Games. The Morning Shift, Bo, Rob, Mike, uh, stick with us. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Time for the show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back in. It's the morning shift. You got Mike. You got Squid. You got a injured reserve, Rob Tribble, uh, just nursing that voice, man. And uh, I told him not to go so hard in the Falcons flyover on Sunday. I told him not to go so hard, man. He, uh, speaking of speaking nurse of, that voice. Speaking of Sunday, I wonder if. Uh, if our guys is is Scott Barry is thought out now, I w- I don't sit in the regular press box because I'm obviously in the radio booth. Scott was was that an open air press box? Was that an open air press box? You mean last week? Yeah, 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 man. It was. Uh... <laughs> Listen, you still froze. Your brain still froze. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really had to think about that. Uh, the answer <laughs> is no. Because it's Soldier Field, and they basically put a giant spaceship right on top of the old column. So, thankfully, it was a little bit warmer than it was outside. But I'm from the south, so I walked around in the, like, like in, in the snow because it was a novelty and took some pictures and had some fun. But I eventually got back to 72 degrees and watched a game that did not go well for the Falcons. Uh, visiting with digital managing editor for the Atlanta Falcons.com, Scott Bear. Yeah, you had it better than us. We have a roll up. We have a roll up garage door for our radio booth at, at Soldier Field, uh, uh, Scott. And we were yeah. in the crowd as well. We walk out of our booth and we're with the the the, the all the common people of Chicago. I saw so. Wes Durham with the crankshaft uh, <laughs> yeah. raising the window up. Man. Yeah. Um, uh, Scott, look, man, I got to ask you off the top. What's the vibe around Flowery Branch? Because I'll be honest with you, two weeks ago. When they played Indy and it was a home game and you, you had that dominating win, it was like, man, they're really, really pushing hard and you can tell everybody's kind of coming together. And then last week, it was it was the complete opposite, I felt like, uh, with the game up in Soldier Field. Yeah, I feel like the, the attitude around the team is definitely like, so you're saying there's a chance, right? And, and that's how they feel. Now, they know that 
They used to have control of their destiny, and they lost it. But ultimately, they still are fighting for this one because they believe that if they win this game, stranger things have happened. Now, if, if you look at what Carolina's done over the last six games, I don't think they've scored more than 13 points except one time. Um, and they haven't just been able to, to generate those types of offensive performances, but this game is in Carolina. Things get weird there. The Panthers play really good defense at home, and I think that they are still believing, hey, there's a chance that we can, that we can, we can come out of this thing with a playoff berth at 8-9, and, and they're not going to apologize uh, if they actually get it. Yeah, I wouldn't either, man. It's always tough to do winning the uh, divisions. Always the goal going in anyways. Uh, Scott, the Pro Bowl voting uh, came out, and uh, obviously you got a couple guys, Chris Lynch from Jesse Bates. Um, they deserve to be highlighted, and obviously they've had, you know, both had uh, really good years. Anybody, in your opinion, though, from this Atlanta Falcons roster that maybe got overlooked that you thought might have a shot to be on this Pro Bowl roster? Yeah, I really thought that that was probably appropriate. If you look at what AJ's done over the course of the year, I don't think he has a pick. So he doesn't have those stats. And ultimately, when players and coaches vote for for league-wide awards, they look for big numbers. Like Trayvon Diggs always gets put up there, even though he gets torched like 50% of the time. Um, but A.J. had a really good season. I, I, I would have thought that might have been fitting. But ultimately, when you're hovering around 500, right, these are the types of – numbers of pro bowl votes like that you get jet jesse i think should like is all pro worthy chris i thought had a really good season and he's at one of those spots where once you get that good reputation kind of like zach martin has you like you you can start getting pro bowl honors almost every year scott one of the things is uh i'm a i'm I'm a little bit intrigued, but also confused about is the Troy Anderson news that they uh, they activate him to practice off of the IR. We're I know he was limited in practice yesterday. We're not going to see Troy Anderson on Sunday, are we? Yeah, I don't think so. I think this is just a matter of the fact that they have a certain number of guys off of IR that that, that they can bring back, and they like to, if it's possible, get some guys revved up towards the end of the of the season they did that with I'm not, i think jalen mayfield and john fitzpatrick last year it's just a way to kind of get them active and get them back in the flow just the fact that that troy is able to uh, do that is a good sign but ultimately i mean you talk about quality depth having having nate landman come back really what or not come back but have him play so well i think was a really interesting development that I'm not really sure what it means for, for 2024, but they have three really good linebackers. I think Caden Ellis has been really good, but I would anticipate Landman and Ellis playing basically every snap. Troy just getting revved back up. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought when I first saw it, but I, you've been up there and you're obviously dialed in. Real quick, um, Heineke, ankle, and then you've got Helms and concussion and Drew Dahmond. Uh What's the status on those guys? Yeah, I feel like that's going to be something that we're going to have to monitor really over the course of this afternoon. Uh, Arthur Smith said that we should know about Taylor Heineke by Friday. Well, it's Friday. Uh, he like, he has been limited. He's been nursing that ankle. They say they're optimistic. Um, yeah, I still think it's up in the air, though, ultimately, because this is a must-win game and you need somebody healthy who can throw the ball around. Uh, I still think Taylor finds a way to be active 
and uh, head towards Sunday. Dolman, I'm less optimistic about Helms. I'm less optimistic about like when you're in that protocol. Can't like can't can you pass those tests? That could be something else that um, that uh, is less optimistic than I am about Heineke. Scott, one of the things I keep wrestling with in my mind about this weekend is obviously the Falcons have not been very good on the road. Uh, they've struggled in just a number of different road games, but they are playing an indoor game, which obviously they've been pretty good at uh, playing these indoor games and, and beating the Saints uh, you know, six weeks ago at home. Kind of spells the fact that maybe they should play a little bit better. What are your expectations this Sunday, man? Because I go back and forth, and it seems like there's just two different identities from this team sometimes. Yeah, and that's why the optimism is hard to find, right? Because sometimes they look – like they did in week 12 or like they did against the Colts. And then other times they look like they have against the bears or against the Panthers. Now I just named two of those games that were in bad weather and none of those games went very well. So I, I do think that playing indoors matters. I think that having confidence, having done well against an opponent before matters. Um, but this team, and just like a lot of teams that are hovering around 500, Kind of that Forrest Gump thing, right? Like, you just never know what you're going to get. I just sounded <laughs> 43 years old, didn't I? I did. I huh? love it, man. I love uh, it. But, but uh, nonetheless, you know, that's why you're uncertain. And I think ultimately that's why the Falcons are sitting at, at like, like at around 8 and 9. And if you talk to Taylor Heineke and so many of these guys, they understand that the reason why the Falcons are where they are is inconsistencies, critical mistakes, and turnovers. How many times have I said those three words? And ultimately, those three words have defined their season. But when they avoid those things, they're a pretty good football team. Now, they need to be a pretty good football team, and then they need Tampa to be a not-so-good football team. Um, we know, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield's ribs aren't very good, and ultimately, you need two things to happen simultaneously when, when the – when the football hits the air at one o'clock across the country, you need Tampa to lay an egg and you need Atlanta to really put forth their best effort. Well, Scott, you won't need the, uh, the, the parka jacket this weekend, but you better bring your earplugs in New Orleans. I'm going to tell you that much. That place does, those Cajuns get lubed up and uh, it gets pretty loud in there. Yeah. And that, and that press box is about, 10,000 feet up in the air. So make sure that you watch out for the nosebleeds too. But uh, nonetheless, I think it's going to be interesting. It's Falcon Saints, and I've only been here for three years, but I'm really starting to realize that these teams really do hate each other, and that always brings out some fun physical football. Um, getting a win, hopefully it's enough. We're going to find out on Sunday. Well, hopefully, uh, look, man, hopefully we're talking to you next Friday about a uh, Falcons playoff game, but we'll see, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. All right, y'all. Thank you very much. That's a uh, digital managing editor for the AtlantaFalcons.com, Scott Bear. Don't, um, for, don't forget, this hour is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today, and start packing. So coming up next, we're going to do our predictions. I guess we're just going to do some NFL games today. Well, we gotta we got to predict. Uh, I guess we can get to it Monday. But yeah, say, Monday. Come, Monday. National we'll Championship say. game yeah. coming up ASAP. Yeah, so we'll do that. But we'll get some predictions. And in the life of Squid, my teammates got a gift yesterday from Squid Nation because of me. Mm. We'll tell you the what and the why next on the morning shift on Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey app.
talking all things Atlanta sports and beyond. This is the morning shift. Make some noise! The morning shift on 92.9 The Game is presented by the Georgia Hemp Company. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Thank God it's Friday. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The morning shift. Boy, I'm so happy to hear that. Those words. That's it, man. Thank God it's Friday. It's uh, not only is it Friday, but it's obviously week 18, so it's it does feel like uh, you know, feels like the garage door is kind of slowly coming down. You know what I mean? Like one of those things. So, the reason we play that every Friday at 8:40 is because when I did uh, back in the old the old show old station, I did mornings there. I was an intern. That was the way they started the final segment. Dr. Dre, and nobody does it around here. So I brought it back. I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, Sir, uh, what was the guy's name? We split in the locker room with the Falcons, the uh, the Friday song, and I can't remember this. Sir something. I can't. I, I'd have to look it up, but it was like one of those old school. Just it's Friday. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's Friday night. Nah, not that one. I have to look it up. Because um, that's a uh, that's um. Drew Hill, I think. No, not Drew Hill. Uh, God, what's his name? Um, because it's in that, it's in the Nutty Professor movie. I don't know. Me and you are both butchering the crap out of this right now, though. We gotta, we gotta you, bring it back. Because together. you got two, two bearded white guys talking about <laughs> rapids and hip hop and R and B. It's not exactly our strong suit, is it? No. Not exactly our strong. I can suit. talk some Waylon Jennings if you want, though. Uh, Maybe some Zeppelin. Listen, man, I'm not. Not completely out of pocket on some of that, but I uh, just can't just not come to the forefront. That's all. Uh, speaking of coming to the forefront, we got to break down these uh, predictions uh, for the NFL. Um, and there's some, I'll be honest with you, there's way too many scenarios for some of these teams as far as making the playoffs. I was looking at Buffalo's scenarios. They have uh, a couple of different ways that they can make the playoffs, right? Here, here's your, your Buffalo clinches playoff berth. Buffalo win, obviously. All right. Buffalo tie or Pittsburgh loss or tie or Jacksonville loss or tie or Houston, Houston, Indianapolis tie. Uh, and that's, that's all Buffalo scenarios. That's five different ones. But I, Buffalo like, win. Like, Dude, that's just too much. But all they got to do is win. Yeah. They and win, they win the division. Because they'll win the division. By the way, it's Montel Jordan, the song I was thinking about. It was, uh, this is how we do it. Uh, I think what's crazy for both of these teams though, Buffalo and Miami, and that's the game we're going to pick in just a second. I mean, they win and they clinch the division. There might not be another way in, though, for either one of them. Like, when you look at how this all plays out. And they've both, they, they're both extremely good teams, uh, but they could easily be left on the outside looking in as far as the AFC goes. Um, the, the curious part of this, and by the way, let's go ahead and start the predictions. Buffalo at Miami, a team that Buffalo has beaten nine out of the last ten times they've played. Beat them, I think, forty-eight to twenty-three earlier this year, yeah. something like such that. A, it's just—it's funny because it's such a difference in brand of football. Do you remember this many big scores, like good teams beating other good teams so badly? This right. uh, uh, Baltimore's done it to a couple of teams. Buffalo's done it to Miami. I think maybe somebody else. Miami's done it to a couple of teams. It's just the 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 the, the, the blowout scores have been weird to me this yeah. year. Uh, and let me be clear, too. Miami is in the playoffs. I'm just talking strictly about the division and the fact that it's it's just crazy to me that Buffalo, you look at how that could play out, they either win the division or they can miss the playoffs. And it just it, it boggles the mind. Uh, but I wanted to make sure I straightened that out. Miami is in the playoffs. 
um, without question at this point. It's just going to be about seeding for them and whether or not they are uh, hosting. The, the curious thing about this as far and, – and, and, and we talk about this all the time. Vegas will tell you, right, how you should feel about some of these games. Yeah. Miami is at home, and they're a two-and-a-half-point underdog at this point. I think Buffalo beats them. That's my prediction. I think Buffalo goes so down there. Physical, I'm gonna go, like. Let's go ahead and start that one. I think Buffalo goes down there and beats them 31-20. Yeah. to 20. Is there any two cities in the NFL that are more polar opposite than Buffalo, New York, and Miami, Florida? Like, I, I, I'm, like, thinking about not only are these teams, like, these teams, you know, start to take on that. And maybe you throw Detroit and Miami in there, but the fact that those two teams are in the same division, Buffalo and Miami, like, there is not two – I don't think there's two teams that have a different just culture surrounding the team and the city than those two teams. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. They, they do things completely different. Uh, but I'm with you, man. Look, look, when Vegas tries to talk to you, listen to Vegas. Uh, I think Buffalo goes in, gets it done. They have everything on the line. They're fighting for their playoff lives against a team that knows they're in. Uh, but there's just a different hunger level when you know you might uh, you might have to go home uh, for the Buffalo Bills. So I think that's what Vegas is probably counting on. Uh, another two teams fighting for it, Houston and Indianapolis. Um, this is another one that everything's kind of up in the air. The AFC South, a lot like the NFC South, where everything kind of hinges on Jacksonville. And then if it's not Jacksonville, then you look at this game and the winner of this game to kind of clinch that division. Um God, what do you – I don't even know where to start with this game, man. It's it's just – it's two teams that have had their ups and downs. Uh, you think a lot about Gardner Minshew, and then they get torn apart here a couple of weeks ago, and then they bounce back from that. Uh, same thing, C.J. Stroud, obviously with the concussion he's dealt with and everything else going on around the team. But what a heck of a first year for D'Amico Ryans with that team, right? Yeah. Um, I think Houston's going to get it done. I think C.J. Stroud, I think the energy, the D'Amico Ryans factor, I say um, – Texans 23, Colts 19. I'm actually going to go against you on this one, man. Um, and it Good. pains me to say because, I, I, you know, obviously I love D'Amico, former teammate of mine. Um, he's been around, uh, you know, the pro football game for a long time now, and I want him to have success. But Indianapolis um, is going to be playing this game at home, and something just – I Minshew mania, like I don't know, give it to me, man. It just feels like one of those things where this is essentially a playoff game for both these teams and having a home game – feels a lot different in this one than it does for Miami at this point because Miami's already secured that spot. Um, so give me uh, give me Indianapolis at home, and they're going to slide up to 10-7. and seven. I don't know what happens with that division, but we'll see. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll get to the Falcons in just a minute. Chicago-Green Bay, a little bit of a sexy matchup uh, to end the year. Chicago fighting to possibly go 8-9. Green Bay you know, still uh, clenching onto life as a wild card team at this point. Um, if they win the game, they'll slide up to 9-8. and eight. Vegas doesn't know what to think. This is a three-point favorite at home, uh, you know, for Green Bay. Both these two teams, outdoor, Midwest, the whole bit. It's going to be – that one's going to be a fun watch, uh, but that's going to be your, your 4 o'clock game on Sunday. Um, I have to think that it's probably Green Bay dealing with business in this one. Now, I know that Chicago's been really hot, their defense is really good, but just feels like Green Bay in this. I got Bears twenty seven, Packers twenty three. I think I think the Bears have caught something. Uh, they're they're fighting. There's certain guys are fighting to stay in that city. Yeah. And I think uh, Justin Fields, DJ Moore, Cole Komet are playing as good as they've played as a trio. I mean, the Bears twenty seven, Packers twenty three. Yeah. All right. So Falcons and Saints. Uh, obviously, Sunday the big game for us. I, I think the Falcons actually get it done Sunday. I I just I feel like the Falcons get it done, but I think Tampa gets it done too. And I think that's just the, that how the season's going to end. Well. As long as you can keep the Saints out, but I actually think it's a house of horrors in the Superdome. It never works out for us down there when we need it to. Yeah. 
Uh, I think Saints win the game. I'm going to say uh, uh, 24 to uh, 15. I'm going to give you a little triple oh. score. You know uh, what? Yeah, 24. Let's go 24 21 Falcons for me. Uh, boy, I hope you're right. Falcons rise yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. It's time for a look back into the mind of Squid Billy. Hey, he might even talk sports. This is the life of Squid on the morning shift. Brought to you by Baron Burton's Breakfast Sauce. So good you'll want breakfast all day. Go to thebreakfastsauce.com or find a retailer near you. And by the Georgia Hemp Company. By the way, Georgia Hemp Company. I know. Just <laughs> don't even start with me today. Oh, Check man. out my friends, Georgia Hemp. They have some cool things on the horizon. Go to my Instagram page or go to the Georgia Hemp. Uh, dot com's uh, social medias, and you're going to find a surprise. Joe is always cooking up something. I'm so happy and proud to be a part of what they do over there uh, with them along with Simply CBD. By the way, I, I almost told CJ Nikowski to, to get some Simply CBD uh, that when we talked to him on Wednesday so he you know he could play golf with me with that back mm. he's got going mm. on. So maybe Chris Sell could use it too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I didn't mention the W sauce. There's a reason. You know, sometimes I feel like a NASCAR driver because I'm quadruple sponsor. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get in my uh, my Chevrolet Z71 at AT&T, uh, Omaha Steaks, W Sauce, Georgia Hemp Company, Simply CBD, Chevrolet Z71. We're going to go vroom, vroom, vroom. Ricky gonna, Bobby. We got it done today. I don't know what to do with my hands. I mean, I hear, what do I do with them? I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm Ricky Bobby, and this is the Jackhawk 9000. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it though. It, you know, uh, there's plenty of room on that on that Chevrolet Z71 for the insert your logo here. Um, just come to come join Squid Nation, and we'll take care of maybe you. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should get a W sauce put on the side. Uh, you know, maybe get the Simple Leaf CBD put on. The only the hood. issue I have with that is everyone people that would know, that listen to this show would know it's me when I tailgating them on the highway. Key, they would key your car. Well, it, yeah, oh. there's probably a lot of things. But if you want, you would lose all privacy for it, sure. Well, if on you, the road. If if um, if Chevrolet or Kia, because we are in the Kia suit, Kia wants to give me one of those stingers, we'll logo the thing up and I'll drive around with it because I do. I have no fear. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I have listen, no fear. You gotta do like some people do and, and throw the Graham handle out there on your rear window. You know, nine two nine morning shift uh, and and just ride with the deck. I'll really do it all. Let's give me a vehicle, Dave Ashburn, and we'll do it. Yeah. What I want to talk about real quick is my friends at W Sauce because now my Yeti is W Sauce logoed. W and deck. you know it's squid. They sent me, you, and Tiffany, yeah, um, thirty-two ounce Yetis, the cups, and it's got the W Sauce logo on one side, and it's got our names on the other. You got Mikey P, yeah, Tiffany got, got Tiff, <laughs> and I got Squid because that's who we are. Mikey P, I love it, man. That was such uh, a very, cool very, gift. Uh, very cool of them to uh, send that over, and uh, yeah, man. To obviously big uh, Yeti fan. And so it's going to keep everything uh, iced down for the remainder of the show. Well, I don't have one with the handle, and they sent me one with the handle and the straw. And what's the first thing I thought of? Uh, let me see. Transfusion? Well, <laughs> close. First thing I thought of was, this is going to kick butt when I'm at an all-inclusive resort for vacation this oh, year. Hopefully. Course, hopefully. Of and I'm and I, and you know how they had the walk the swim up bars at most of those places. Yeah. And I'm just gonna have my handle walk up there and be like, all right, top me off because you got the lid, you got the straw. So it's such a really cool thing. I can't thank Bear Burton and all the guys over at the W Sauce so much for for taking care of us, thinking of us, and getting us our um, W Sauce logoed gear because now 
I don't just have to start spewing W sauce stuff. Anybody, hey, what's the W sauce? Oh, you don't know? Let me tell you all about it. I'm going to do something uh, while we wrap up. Um, obviously, it's been a fun week. I'm going to do something you probably don't like, and I think I know you don't like it, but um, we're going to get with the steakhouse on the other side of the break and talk to them about what they got. But before I do that, I just need to tell you, go bring us back a win on Sunday, man. You know what I'm saying? Get that thing, get that thing rolling down there. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna talk to Art and tell him that I want the ball. <laughs> he needs to split carries between me and Bijan. Bring us back a win, Squid you know, Billy. I'm gonna have a. Bring us a, back a playoff. Spot. I'm gonna have a touchdown run, a touchdown catch. Yeah. A sack, strip. It's I'm gonna do the, the good vibes. Get Squid Billy on a wheel route. There's yeah. a thing called the Big Kahuna, and only I've only been a part of it once. And that, uh, Vic Beasley had it in 16. It's a strip, sack, fumble recovery. And a touchdown. I'm going to have a big Kuna on Sunday. It'll lead us to the playoffs. Garrett Chapman told yeah. me to tell you just to make sure, you know, he, you don't go across the middle. Tell yeah. Garrett to ask another question <laughs> in a meeting. Uh, listen, man. Uh, alligator arms if Bo goes across the middle. All right, we'll catch up with Steak and Sandy on the other side of the break. The only the guy morning the shift, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.